Welcome to the Let It Bleed podcast, a place where you can hear the liquor-fueled ramblings of two narcissistic wizards who conjure the essence of inspirational people every week and bring it straight to you. Just how do you plan on doing that? Magic. Motherfucker. And now for the wizards themselves, David Amaya and Phil Arroyo. <laughs> you know what I just realized? What? I still haven't returned that Redbox DVD. Oh, God. <laughs> I still have it turned it back in, dude. Oh, man. Oh, God. I'm so bad at this thing called life sometimes. Like, you can be the first one to go into debt from Redbox. I, I honestly know. I don't know if anybody else feels this way. I know people definitely do feel this way. They're called schizophrenics and uh-huh. other, you know, people with other kinds of mental illnesses. And I like whatnot. where this is going. I, it's like I'm a cat. Like, I have one personality that's a cat and the other one that's a dog, you know, in my own brain. I'm, I'm kind of like there's a part of me that like knows I need to do something. See, I always saw myself as more of an ah, real monster over a cat dog. <laughs> so, yeah. Like which one though? Uh, Ickes. Ickes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like yeah. I could see that. I, no I'm, I'm, I'm Ickes as fuck. So like I'm sometimes like Ickes, but then I'm like crumb. And if you were born after 1990, you probably don't understand the reference <laughs> of what we're talking about right now. So, um, yeah, but, I have that I have that thing where it's like I know that I need to go do that and that's the smart thing that I should do but like my lazy side that's like the cat that's just like no you don't have to do that like I'm just gonna sit here and watch you fuck yourself over and like not even feel bad about it you know like it's just I I can't I sometimes it's like that to go to the bank so that I won't get overdrawn by something it's like no you just don't go to the bank you don't you know you have the cash there with you you just don't deposit it like these are the little the little things that like happen in my brain and it's like I can't control it sometimes you know I'm just so bad at adulting I'm I'm sure there's a lesson buried in those cartoons that's relevant to this but I maybe I can't think of one off the top of my head there's there's all kinds of, of lessons in all those cartoons that I still don't get i mean i'm like the coyote you know chasing after the roadrunner and just failing miserably all mm-hmm. the time yeah but it's about i think it's why i'm so racist <laughs> <laughs> who are you racist against oh obviously it's um uh 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 the people from luxembourg oh yeah, okay luxembourg. yeah yeah those luxembourg those budapestians oh yeah oh the budapest or would it be budapestos Budapesto. I mean, I know that's nowhere near Luxembourg, or I'm assuming it's not. That's my met... Italian Asian fusion restaurant. <laughs> Where is Budapest, anyways? Uh, is Hungary. it Hungary? Okay. Yeah. Hungary. Damn. Oh, shit. What? Budapesto. Like, are you Hungary? Like, that's the tag. Oh, man. We are failing at life ideas. on this one over here. What the fuck is this show? Thank you for shaking your head. And, and, Our live audience and, right and now. Disgust because that is, that's the appropriate response. <laughs> right, exactly. But, oh, uh, so I was, I was listening to um, Mikey Lyons' uh, set from Desert Hearts, which I didn't actually catch the whole thing at Desert Hearts. He kind of had like an earlier sun, uh, sunset set. And uh, I was really surprised to, to hear... In the beginning of his set, he's got this dope ass opening from one of, uh, or might have been one. It was definitely a part I remember from the Duncan Trussell. It was a rant from the Duncan Trussell, uh, really? Duncan Trussell oh, Family nice. Hour, and he and it was just like such a dope ass thing. I was like, "Fuck yeah, dude!" Oh, if I, shit. I'm so I so regret not hearing it there. I would have lost my shit. Uh, 
ran around and oh yeah. man yeah but if you had if you had heard it live like if i had heard happening. if i had heard oh, okay, it live okay, i would okay, have okay. been like probably freaking yeah. out and just running around people like what the hell is wrong with this guy like you know <laughs> that's how excited i got when i heard it today man. but um no i believe they know each other like that's totally his jammy jam you know yeah i don't know that's i don't cool. know if they know each other i just know that he used it in his in his live set and it was pretty amazing it was something about well, I know he's in the scene, like he's in, you know, the festival scene and stuff like that too. Talks about Burning Man a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like other, like he talks about going to other ones, you know. Right. And I know I've seen people like on Instagram, they're like, "Oh shit!" Like taking a selfie with, like posting a selfie with Duncan Trussell, like you at, hit like him lightning up. or something. See if he wants to come and do this podcast. Dude, he he probably would. Probably he'd be probably, down. He definitely. Is he still in New York? I have no idea. I haven't I, listened in th- in quite a while. I think he lives in New York. Yeah. But maybe. Who knows? Bring him on down. We're not that far away. Come from on, some of Dun- people. Duncan Trussell. If you are at all hearing this, we are a fan. Come and join us and bless us with your magnificent, <laughs> poetic uh, rants and ramblings about the cosmos and the universe and and everything else. And show me how to use those sweet synthesizers. Oh yeah. Yeah. But to make a thing. But it's but you know. In all seriousness, I'm freaking after even after we talked about it and two weeks ago when we were we had the podcast, I'm still super bummed right now that I'm not leaving tomorrow for lightning in a bottle or today for lightning in a bottle. Mm. C'est la vie. Yeah. You know? Because it's just like everybody this is the one thing where everybody is just like everybody's oh gone to L I V, gone to L I V. But I mean every, everybody was going to uh Eclipse. Everybody was going to Desert Hearts, you know. Well Everybody's I was going, going then, so it didn't matter, Phil. Like, yeah. <laughs> everybody is I don't, going to be here when you get back I, to I don't think that everybody though I get I, is I appreciate back? the sentiment. What do you know that I, I don't, appreciate the, the <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment, but I don't think there was as many people that went to Eclipse from our group as there are going to lightning now though Mm -hmm. and just people from everywhere and i'm getting people hitting me up from my like friends from up north and like oh yeah we're gonna see where you're gonna be at this weekend i'm like dude i'm not going they're like what like they just can't even understand or believe that i'm not gonna be Uh, there like what do you mean you're not going like we totally like we we were counting on hanging out with you and it's like god so then there's that extra level of like now i feel bad but i don't really feel bad i'm just trying to justify me wanting to go and find a reason to call out of work Use money that I don't have. Funny how the, how the, <laughs> the universe will send you signs. You're like, wait, was that a Dodge Neo? What are you saying? Are you saying I should go the to the license a plate ball? said P? Well, shit. Okay, God. Like, who am I to, uh, you know? The license plate had an L, an I, and almost a B in there somewhere. It just didn't fit on there. That was an eight. Mm. <laughs> mm. Like, late, I'm going to lightning in the bottle. And they're big fans of lithium. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> molecules. Oh my goodness. Okay, so this is a ridiculous it's episode. It's loose word association of club. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite time of day. This is what happens when you don't have a guest on the show and you don't have and any you let plans me to talk, talk more. And like and we, I will just I will just do it. I'll just keep on going, my god. And you yeah, you just <laughs> got off work and you're rambling about absolutely nothing. Your live audience isn't even paying attention to you. They're they're writing in a book. And just she's taking important show notes. Oh, <laughs> no, she's not. No, 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 she's not. So what else is new, Phil? What's going on in the world of Phil? Well, you know what? We I guess we can't really talk too much about uh, what we're planning right oh, now. Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, just to tell everybody to keep the 28th open, but we haven't uh, you know, made an official announcement yet. OK. On some stuff. Well, I guess we can we can say that, you know, June 28th, everybody. Yeah. Teasing some shit out. Um, other than that though, no, I've just been working on, uh, myself, like kind of getting my, uh, 
you know, my own, my personal business and everything like, you know, more off the ground. And I know you can probably look back and see me talking about this two months ago as well, but things are always, you know, they keep coming to a head. And so as I'm like, you know, I had like somebody uh, kind of call me out of the blue yesterday, somebody I don't know. And I uh, kind of just went through my normal, like my sales thing and went through it and, you know, super interested. So, you know, getting new clients, stuff like that, like all that stuff is real exciting for me. Right. And as I'm going around, just kind of doing, getting better at, uh, you know, all the artistic stuff I do so that when I'm not applying it to the shit that we're working on and, you know, the people that we know, uh, you know, doing it for, uh, for business, you know, mm. making a living by making art. It's kind of a crazy thing, man. I'm still getting used to the, to the idea. Yeah. So it's been, yeah, it's been fun. Just lots of learning, reading. I'm trying to find that balance between, you know, I'm, that just that balance when it comes to like getting your art done. Do you ever feel, you know, I feel it's the complete opposite for, from what people have, like when it, they talk about like writer's block or like they have a lack mm -hmm. of like, you know, um, ideas or inspiration. Mm -hmm. I feel like I am just like a click fucking happy kid on the internet that is just so inspired that I just like downloaded way too many fucking pictures that mm -hmm. like, you know, my computer crashes and shit. Like I can't function. Like I don't, like I don't know yeah. where to begin because I have so many ideas and I've started sketching them out. But then, you know, like I can't, for some reason, just like a, like I'm supposed to go drop off my Redbox DVD or I'm supposed to go to the bank. Well, I'm supposed to do this commission that I told this person two weeks ago that I'd start for them. But for some reason, this random comic strip that I came up with in my mind two hours ago mm. takes precedent over that. Yes. And I'm doing that. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what is wrong with me? I could be making money off of this shit. Yeah. But here I am doing this instead. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. I, I mean, and trust me, like some of the stuff that you send me now is the stuff that I like that distracts me. You know? <laughs> yeah. You'll send me a drawing. You're like, hey, would you mind like, you know, just getting some quick color on this? Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then I'll, I'll, I'll sit there for an hour while I have other important shit to do. I'm just so like, I just enjoy this shit so much, you know? Because it's all learning. It's you know? hard to it's... prioritize. And then, you know, there's also like, yeah, I guess there is like this. this that's, a, that's a good way of putting it. Like having too much like kind of inspiration and wanting to do too many things, right. you know? And I'm also like really into kind of learning stuff too. So like watching videos and reading articles and I've got, you know, I get a hundred emails a day from all these different, you know, uh, blogs and people and stuff like that, that just kind of send out their, uh, their digests. And, and I'm just going through just reading news and all this stuff on, on design and, and web work and, and marketing and all this crazy stuff. And, and just, it, it fascinates me so much, but I, I know I've, I've lost like days just, reading it, you know, and learning and studying and kind of getting better at it. But like, I'm is like, it okay. really lost though. I know what you're saying. Yeah. But like when I actually do have like the thing to do that I'm trying to, uh, that I'm trying to learn about and I'm not do like, I know how to do it. I know exactly what I need to do. I'm just not doing it. Cause I'm like, Oh, what about, what about this over here? You know, or like, Oh, maybe I'll just, I'll just see if like I get any kind of like new ideas or inspiration or things to like add to it. And then like a couple hours ago by, I'm like, yeah, this didn't need to take like, you know, quote unquote, two hours. Like uh. this could have taken 30 minutes. And so I'm trying to uh, find a better balance, you know, between uh, the way that I spend my time and the way that I spend my days, because I'm also kind of on this like, uh, yeah, I've, I've been so deep diving into uh, into like work and business and stuff like that, that I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of starting to see like a light at the end of the tunnel where I will be comfortable enough again with myself my situation and everything that's going on so that i can actually kind of relax like spend a little more money kind of be 
you know, calmer about everything, a little bit, a little bit looser. You yeah. Know? Kind of go back to a more casual fucking way of doing things. Yeah. I definitely want to get there. And when I am doing this stuff though, I do tend to make that justification that it is, you know, for whatever reason, just me not wanting to like just me not being able to work on those things that I'm supposed to be working on Mm -hmm. or whatever you know the reason why is that's just not what I'm supposed to be doing apparently like even though technically it is but it apparently isn't because I'm not doing it like I couldn't explain why I just can't do that you know and we could say like it's laziness and whatnot but I mean I do have that ultimate uh feeling that it's in the long run going to pan out for the better like this whole thing is kind of like forcing me to be a starving artist I guess you could say like to like understand what it's like to be at the lowest of the low like scraping by um and but mind you I'm not starving in any way I eat way more than I should (laughs) (laughs) but like you know just a broke ass motherfucker you know like just somebody who just is not really like for as much as I work you know I'm not like making the most amount of money but I think that by following and doing what I'm supposed to be doing and making that sacrifice, like entrusting that later on down the road, you know, I will just definitely like reap the, the rewards of, of actually like putting in the time to do all these things and learn all of these things, mm-hmm. um, that it's going to pay off. It's like this weird comfort of just like knowing that some well, might say, yeah. assuming like you get those moments of saying like, Oh, what if it's, what if I'm wrong? But, kind of don't think so well there is this um um oh fuck me i just lost it i had a had a a good fucking rant queued up and i just fucking lost the first word i swear to god if i can get that back oh boy what'd you just say i just said uh this is why i'm not allowed to talk this is yeah i don't know i was staring at the sand dune on your tv uh and i kind of just got distracted as well you know what that's a very distracting sand dune. It's quite nice right now. Yeah. Anyways. Um, All those ripples, man. <laughs> no, you were talking about... Fuck, what was the... I was talking about like the universe like holding you back you know, from making the right decision in order to kind of teach you a lesson, perhaps, on... Uh, you know, sacrifice and, you know, uh, Oh, starving artists. That's, that was the thing. Jesus Christ. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. Yeah. No starving artists. Like that's, that's, you know, me personally, like Mm -hmm. I, I'm finding myself kind of in a situation now on the other side of the starving artist kind of, uh, um, I don't know, phase or whatever. Right. And I'm realizing, you know, it's so true. What they say is that like comfortable people don't make good art. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, that's real, you know, it's, you gotta, it's gotta be coming from somewhere. And a lot of times, like if you are, uh, you know, relaxed, everything's taken care of, you're fine. Like it's so hard to find the motivation to push yourself to be that, you know, that person, that thing, that artist that you want to be. Right. And so about, you know, a year, yeah, it was about a year ago now. Oh, a little, oh, actually over a year ago now where, I was, uh, you know, laid off from my like very, you know, cushy job that I had that mm-hmm. was bringing in most of my money. And like, since then I've been very like, uh, you know, kind of stressed out huddling in, but there was still like, I, I was given like a long heads up, like a good five month heads up. And so I was like, okay, cool. That's five months to like kind of get my stuff together and get all these things going. And I was still comfortable though, mm-hmm. you know, and I could never find quite find that motivation to like 
really dig down and do the things that I need. Right. And it wasn't until I was kind of like forced into a corner mm-hmm. and just that, you know, the time ran out, the job, you know, came to an end and everything. I'm like, I'm having to fight to, um, you know, keep myself afloat. I'm finding myself now on the other end of that, like that struggle, that constant, like, okay, like you got to make sacrifices and you got to do this and you got to learn more and you got to just push your craft and you've got to be better than you've ever been. And cause you have to, mm-hmm. you have to, there's no, there's no other option. And man, I'm just, I'm happy that that happened, yeah. you know, that yeah. I'm, that I'm here, like probably the most creatively fulfilled that I've ever been in my life Yeah. with like the stuff that I'm doing. Right. And I'm, supporting myself through making art and doing the things that I love to do. Yeah. And, and I, I work from home most of the time, so it's fucking great. Right. Yeah. So you do see that though with like artists, especially in music, you know, you see that, that whole idea that you were talking about being, being comfortable, you know, like in the beginning you get, uh, when, when they're first coming out, you know, a band that, that has like something to say, like something about themselves that is raw and you like notice it. That's what draws you into them. And then once they start making money and they get, you know, in that, that sweet spot, you know, they kind of don't really have to try as hard. (laughs) You know, they get, they got a record label backing them and they got all this stuff and like, they just don't care as much, you know, that's just not where their mind's at. And you see it all too often with most, uh, you know, you see, you see it with a lot of them too, but you see, you also see a lot of artists that like, if they, they, they just kind of continue to torture themselves. You know, the ones who are still kind of making good stuff is that they're still building things to pull from. It's like actors, like method actors and shit. Like they like force themselves to go crazy. In yeah. Some I would, I, yeah. Maybe. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, kind of like putting themselves into a place to where they can do that, you right. know, and that they'll like, you know, if, if there's a method actor, they're, they're putting themselves into, maybe they're remembering a situation. They're drawing from like the biggest tragedy of their life and stuff like that. They're not trying to, isolate themselves from that and protect themselves from that. They're fully, they're wholly embracing it and and continuing to kind of like keeping that damage as a part of like who they are and using that to further their, um, you know, their craft. And I think if you like, yeah, but if you consider the alternative, like keeping safe, kind of keeping, you know, isolated from some of those things, like to me, I'm realizing like I would never be happy, like just comfortable. Right. You know, well, I'd also be more scared being comfortable because I'm like, I'm you, you hear things like Ryan Gosling or people like that, like that live in like ordinary, like regular apartments, like people apartments that, you know, like that mm-hmm. you and I would afford or whatever, yeah. like just to keep it real, like just to like prevent. And I, I that could be totally wrong. That was just something I overheard somewhere. But like, you know, if people do stuff like that, I think that that most certainly could be beneficial as well as make you feel comfortable. Like it's kind of it does a little bit of both because if mm-hmm. I was rich. And like I, because I'm terrible with money, so like if I was loaded and I just started buying all these things, I would be constantly freaking out on the other side of my brain, thinking like, God, like I wonder how bad in debt I am right now, and like I have to trust these people to tell me like what I have to do with my money, like yeah. should I have bought this or that, you know? Like yeah. I, I just like no, I'd rather pers- like I'd rather pretend like I don't have any money at all, like I just like somebody put money in my account and don't ever tell me until like I'm old enough to give it to my kids or something, and just like give me enough allowance just so i can make it by because i'm like fucking terrible with that shit that's a good like uh you know financial that's some good financial advice right there as well (laughs) because you can like i don't know how much is enough like just because you got the money doesn't mean you have to spend it you know it's if i if somebody gave me like 10 million today my lifestyle kind of wouldn't be all that different you know 
I don't know what I would do with like a ton more money. You're right. And, and that's the thing with me is like, I could sit here and say easily that, you know, I don't need that. Cause I know I don't, I mm-hmm. obviously don't, I can get by without it. And I like, it, there's that huge part of me that's like happy that that's what's going on. But if I had that money too, you know, one time I took a walking tour when I was in Ireland. And, uh, one of the things I loved about Irish people is like, they're super humble and they're super down to earth. And, you know, like in Ireland, they're not, uh, really they're considered i guess you could say poor in a lot of areas and stuff and one of the guys that was doing the walking tour was a funny guy he said he said you know us irish people we don't come across money that often but when we do we like to spend it and he's just like i was like that's fucking me right on bro like you and me are friends like i don't come across large amounts of money that often but when i do have it i fucking go hard dude i go like i go travel here i go do that and i mean i don't regret it i'm getting experiences and all that stuff like that yeah but it's kind of like you know um party favors at places like you know i have friends that can buy things and hold on to them for a good amount of time and mm-hmm. ration their things and it's like me you get it it's gone boom done oh, you buy man. beer you're drinking that whole fucking case you know you're you know you you just once you start you don't stop and that's probably what would happen to me if i had a huge chunk of money and nobody else to like slap me on the hand when i go try to get it out of the cookie jar you know like i just fucking well i mean if you had like so much money like you know, would you really like? Would you go out and try to buy like? I don't know. Maybe like, would you I don't go out know and buy a fucking Lamborghini in like a mansion or you know? I could sit would you, here like, and tell you. Reasonable. I and could just know sit that you here. could buy all the beer that you want. You it, know. I, well, I definitely wouldn't buy all the beer. I'd probably buy a lot oh. more Tito's. But um, hey, there's a black bear up there. Jeez, your thing is so distracting. It's. <laughs> <laughs> but I would not. I don't. I could sit here and it depends on my mood, for me to tell you like what I would do. Like I, the one day I might say like, yeah, I, I wouldn't spend it, you know? And then the other day it's like, whatever I I'm just a wild card, man. I'm like fucking Charlie day. Like I can't fucking, <laughs> you can't trust me with anything. Like one, I'll just, I'll surprise even myself. I feel like Charlie day is probably good with his money in real life. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> but I was, I was referring to the wild. Oh, no, I, I, yeah, okay, I know what you're gotcha. referring to. I was like, ironically, I feel like the real, you know, the real guy. Well, how much does extra cheese and paint, for huffing costs, you know, it's not that much. He lives a pretty like simple lifestyle. He doesn't really need much it's more. It's like than... one seventy nine. Okay. See. Yeah. Just cheese and and paint. That's... Like like for like one session. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Usually, I, I have a guy. So you have a guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that guy. He's so funny. Smash cut to me at Home Depot. Is like I don't know why you keep referring to me as your guy. Like I, <laughs> I'm just a checkout. <laughs> hey, my guy. <laughs> hey. Yeah. No. Word. No. 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 Shh. Keep it down, man. What are you doing? Oh, man. So, um, yeah. That's... I, I don't know. I don't know what I would do with the money. I... Like like I said, I definitely see myself at the end of this road making enough to where... But at a, at a late enough point in my life to where I'm wise enough to know what it's like not to have money so that I won't throw it away. Yeah. I think, you, I think lifestyle creep is like a big thing that happens to a lot of people as they kind of get, I think that's also why like there was kind of a lot of, uh, you know, devastation from like, you know, 2008, if we're looking back to the financial crisis and stuff like that, like people, you know, when you're making more money, you start to spend more money and suddenly that becomes like the level, you know? So what was acceptable for you? Like, okay, like generic toothpaste was fine before. And so was your, you know, that it's okay. No, In my scenario, it's 2008. So now. it's like your 98 Civic. Okay. Like that was fine. But then all of a sudden it's like new car. Now it's like, it's like this and that. And it kind of creeps up on you over the years without even knowing. And so that when somebody does kind of suffer that big financial, you know, downfall, 
all of a sudden you're kind of left with a bunch of stuff that's but didn't that kind of have to do mostly though the downfall with like the fact that they were just people straight up fucking lying about like you know the real estate oh yeah like, no, no sorry these people had nothing to do. they did not cause it but oh, i'm saying yeah. like i feel like a lot of people were like it's a it's a human thing you know yeah and i feel like people were were hit hard were not prepared for it at all mm -hmm. kind of when that happened but that yeah no that had everything to do with all these other people and hey speaking of that we do have a uh I wanted to take some more time out uh, as we're kind of ramping up towards uh, the primaries in June. Mm. Uh, you know, California, our primary is... Just kidding. I didn't have this ready to go. <laughs> but it is in the big stack of papers behind me here. Let me look this up real quick here. But I want to do... I want to start taking some time out during the show to kind of... Um, kind of get some issues out there i want to just i want to raise uh raise up some voices and i mean it is so important right now and i think everybody is kind of so numb to everything that's going on that nobody's really paying attention yeah but this is i mean it's completely unhinged like 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 really i don't sleep well i don't like every day, it's the first thing I think about. It's the last thing I think about before I go to bed. Like you, you know? yeah. When you wake up in the morning, that's like the thing that twists your stomach, and that's yeah. like when you just start to think about all the shitty things going wrong. And and what? It's June fifth. Oh, June fifth. Yeah, got it. June fifth. So yeah, June fifth is coming up real quick, and um, especially if you guys are in, uh, you know, where we are right now, Huntington Beach. Uh, your congressional representative is a man named Dana Rohrbacher. And he's been there. He's been in office for over 30 years. And he is a royal fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds he, like the guy, one of the guys running for governor, governor I was listening to on the radio coming over here too, some Republican guy that's like in trying to insist on still building the wall. And the way he spoke was just exactly like Donald Trump. I forget his name. I would know it if I heard his voice. Oh, man. Uh, no, uh, no. I, I feel like I know who you're talking about too. I, I, I know this guy. I just was like laughing out loud hysterically in the car, but also wanted to like, you know, get mad, but it's like, I, my defense mechanism is to just like laugh at that absurdity, but it was so ridiculous. And like you, the sadder part is that, you know, that there are people out there that listen to that. Oh this yeah. I was saying there's an alarming like, number of people out there that like, would even get to this point in the first place. Like, you know, like, everything has been even worse than I thought it was going to be when Trump was actually elected president. I, you know, I was, I was hesitantly, cautiously optimistic and so anyways, our Huntington Beach representative is Trump's like right hand man. You know, he's one of his biggest cheerleaders in the house. And like this is like this district, I think, narrowly went for, I think, Hillary in the election, like 51 percent. That's like not happened ever. This is historically Orange County, very, you know, conservative, very white, especially Huntington Beach. Newport long Beach, history yeah. of racism, yeah. you know, in this, in this city. And, and I think for the first time, and I've been trying to do this for 10 years now, we've actually got a real shot at flipping this district. And that would, oh my God, that would seriously, we, we need this right now. We need this because we are, I mean, we're in a constitutional crisis. We're, we are this fucking close to it, man, because I don't know how close anybody else follows the news, but the president is, you know, he's trying to de he's already delegitimized the media. So he's insulated himself from criticism for his followers. Those 30% of people that are still 
you know, voting for him in the polls, you're not going to get to those people Mm-mm. because he has successfully convinced them that everything negative is fake news and everything that he says is the truth. And there's nothing that can happen that would erode that cognitive dissonance from that. So that's already happening. Um, now he's trying to delegitimize the like the systems of government and checks and balances. And he's attacking the DOJ. He's trying to like his, his only metric for keeping somebody in his orbit is loyalty. Mm-hmm. You know, this is some straight up like fascist shit. It is not too out there to start comparing him to, you know, dictators. And it's alarming scary, to me. The scary part, though, is if you were to ask people on the other end, though, the way that they view it, even prior to him being there, the way Republicans generally view Democrats is that they are fascist. And it's like, what? Like, it's just crazy how, they, you know, you can see it that way. Like, the, the comparison is so well, the, vastly different because in their mind, it's like, you know, and th- these are the little things that this is what I say. Like, you guys, like Democratic Party or you people that are conser- are liberal, you know, just... Do a li- like you know instead of being right, these people are not going to be. They're not going to give a fuck if you're right. They don't care about that. Their cognitive dissonance is like you're saying is so strong. There are a lot of other things that we can do to help alleviate these situations as well. Mm-hmm. I think it goes all across the board. But that's like a little side rant. Yeah, it's no, just, it's it's, a, it's definitely something like that one guy in that video did right after the election, right after Trump won. Remember that British guy or whatever oh, going yeah, off yeah. on all those things, you know? And I still think that largely that, hey, that I, and I I would have completely agreed with him yeah. uh, over there. But it's just it's been a disappointing time, you know, for me. I've lost a lot of a lot of faith in. Uh, in this country and in, in people in general to kind of like do the right thing and make the right thing happen. But don't when the you time think that in. you shouldn't lose faith though, and that you should try to reinstill that because that's the only way that you're going to be able to do this eff- efficiently in the long term. Yeah. Politically we could solve things in the short term, most definitely, but it takes two, you know, you want to obviously push for the elections and getting people to vote for the right things that are going to get all of these things. But, but it's just going to keep going back and forth, back and forth. If people on the outside can't agree on these things, because we need to break people away from future people from falling into that cognitive dissonance. That's, Oh, well, you know, these guys are just a bunch of fucking libtard pussies. And I'm, I'm know, not so much talk. Oh, like, it, no, you know, I feel like I've tolerated these, like this administration, enough you know but what is okay, but they but like, tolerating you're saying tolerating like i know that you're tolerating it's not about i'm not talking about the administration at all i'm talking about the people to people i'm talking about people that still whether you're on this side or that side even if your side is right in so many ways mm-hmm. the way that people are going about it is not being effective even politically yeah you have to go for that and do it politically but in the, for the long term, for a real change to happen, if you want people to actually come together and there actually to be some sort of democracy that will work, why is it always going to be limited to these two sides that will never agree and that will continue to make this go back and forth, back and forth? But see, I think there is a danger in normalizing what we're seeing right now. I'm not in pretending like it. it's no. like it's, it's not just... pretending like it's not anything at all. Yeah. It's shitty. But this there's reasons as to why it keeps getting shittier and shittier. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of reasons why it's getting shittier and yeah. people are ignoring things. People write off certain things that nobody's actually trying because they think it doesn't work. It does go both ways. Like, of course, you have to, you know, go through all the proper steps 
and try to make legislate, you know, correct legislation, evolve, you know, progress. The world's changing. We have to do all of these things. And there has to be people going into politics that have good intentions and, and mm-hmm. fighting that game. But on the other end, though, the reason why none of that actually works and why greed is such a huge thing and why all of these people fall into this trap where they can be so easily manipulated and make made to believe that, you know, Donald Trump is immune to anything and that the media is just fucking lying about him is because of all of this other shit that people do instead of actually wanting to see the world be a better place. There's a lot of people that talk about it and they, they pretend to stick up for these ideas. And I'm not saying you at all. I know mm-hmm. everything you're saying. This is just a side rant that I'm getting yeah. on because I'm, I'm talking about the bigger picture here yeah. from what I'm seeing. And I, I really think that, you know, when people go out and their main goal is to be right, like, or, you know, whether they're saying certain things, it's, it's just the way that you reach out to people. And I know that, well, I'm tired of tolerating it. Well, then in a certain sense, does that make you any less or any more better than them? You know, in terms of agreeing that these are our countrymen, these are people. And that even if they're the shittiest person in the world, like, you're not going to convince them to change their mind by telling them that they're a shitty person. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, but I'm not trying to... I'm not saying you are. Yeah. I'm saying you're not. You're not doing that at all. This has nothing to do with you. Actually, I'm ranting on a larger scale. Then I'm completely on board with you there. Because it's been... There's a ton of evidence to see, to, you know, to show... That one of the things that, like, the driving force that, like, gets, you know, Trump's base all riled up is, you know, is, is doing things that outrage uh, liberals. Of course. You yeah, know? Every time. That's, that's like, literally their, like, their only metric now <laughs> is that, like, they like him because liberal tears. You know, because he's got and my back from those people that made fun of me. You know, like that's kind of what it is. Like, oh, they're like they're like acting like those dumb kids in school. That, yeah, you know, get yeah. It's just this weird like this weird bully mentality. And so I don't think I don't think getting outraged at every little thing is helpful. But at the same time, you can't pretend that this is too. And I'm not saying I'm talking also in abstracts now. Nothing sure. to do with either of us. But you can't pretend that anything that's happening right now is just nah, it's just politics you know it's the back and forth it's always going to kind of be that this is not normal none of this has ever happened before and we are seriously like this is a serious threat to democracy and i mean i don't know why people aren't constantly screaming about it hasn't happened in our country before and yeah in our country what did i say you said this hasn't happened before like in okay history. in, in yeah. our okay. in our country okay. Okay. yeah Making it's sure. it's well documented right. in plenty yeah. of failed states and and you know fascist governments but right uh, that's kind of why it's you know so like upsetting that like oh no, no no all of this stuff happens like in this order like this is from the same playbook and people don't want to believe it or pretend it's not good so anyways right. my whole point though is that you know those of us you know, kind of located around us really centrally right here, we actually have the power to do something huge, mm-hmm. huge this year. And so the elections, of course, are in November, but the primaries are coming up on uh, June 5th. And so there has never been a time where it's been more necessary to vote. And it has never also been more evident that voting matters, like, a lot. And so I just want to make sure everybody knows that. To get out there on June 5th and vote. Uh, that's uh, that's going to be for the primaries. Um, as of this moment, 
my vote for the uh, for the guy to run against Rohrbacher is uh, Harley Ruda, R-O-U-D-A. And yeah, no, I would love to just kind of take some time out, remind some people, uh, just get some information out there because I know most people, especially for a like a congressional district primary, uh-huh. like nobody reads these fucking pamphlets. No. Okay. I do though. Yeah. And so, yeah. And I do this every election, but you know, now we have a platform. And so I wanted to kind of, you know, I wanted to start now yeah. So now, now is I'm going to at least carve out a little bit of time every episode to kind of remind people, yeah. get some information out there that I think is important. Yeah. And then well, we can get back to the reality because it, there's, there's seriously, there's nothing more important. Than it this. goes both ways. And I think in the, in, like I was saying, you have to do it on a, on, for a larger scale, um, trying to do it, I guess you could say just kind of the hippy dippy way, but then you also have to do it the other way for those people that say world, you know, world peace, or we can't get through these problems by just being nice and whatnot. Those are the people that haven't really tried it. And the people that say voting doesn't matter are the people that don't vote, you know? So like, yeah. what if all these people go out and vote, you know, we have to believe that it's going to happen. It's a you very, have to go out there and do it. It's a very convenient then, ideology you know, for a lazy person yeah. who doesn't want to engage. You can't say that it's, it's yeah, exactly. You can't say that it doesn't work if you don't have, you know, gone out and tried it and encouraged everybody to try it, to see that it would work because, you know. It, well, hey, I, I would have been half with you up until 2016 yeah. when it became very obvious that there's no puppet that's running the government there's no shadow uh, there's no people behind the scenes that are kind of working like working to fix like outright fix elections like voting matters you right know, well, trump getting elected surprised donald trump the most you know people getting out to vote like it, it it works they count them you know it's not it's not perfect it's not like there's no you know corruption there's no shittiness in there and there's always well, the a whole system to it. yeah is does need to be changed but it doesn't well, the system mean, is yeah fucked but yeah <laughs> It, it needs to be rechanged and rearranged, but that's not a reason to not still participate in the very little bit of it that you have left, you know, at the yeah. moment. You got to do it in, until, uh, you know, hopefully so that it's not gone, you know. Yeah, because um, we're we're in danger of, like, losing a lot of shit. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's bad, man. You know, I have, I mean, I just have tons of articles that I could just start going through and just, I'm, and every day, I, 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 not, I don't look through this every day. But as I'm going about my day, kind of reading stories and kind of seeing things that are popping up, I'm just adding them to a big old fucking list yeah. of just terrible things that I want to make sure I don't forget. Because when Watergate happens every day, it's, you know, it's hard to remember, like, where things go. And then, you know, of course, the very, like, predictable result of some of these things plays out. I'm like, oh, OK, yeah, well, that's that's what happens. Like, when people are like, what's the big deal moving, like, the embassy to Jerusalem? I'm like, oh, well, there's... 90, you know, dead people and, uh, you know, it's, it's frustrating. It's it is why it's it why is definitely a crazy, crazy fucking time in the world right yeah, now. And it's the craziest time and it's important for us to actually get out and do something and call, uh, representatives about net neutrality. That's the other one this week. So what is going on with that since like the whole big, you well, know, the Senate just passed a resolution that would overturn the FCC's vote to repeal net neutrality okay and so for anybody who's not familiar with what net neutrality is that is um you know it's what it it treats all traffic on the internet equally and it basically prevents uh you know the key holders of the internet which would be like verizon comcast there's like three major telecom companies that already have a monopoly on 
even being in that business like already. having specific locate like districts where you have to sign up with like exactly Cox or you have to be verizon if you're here in this state it's like what the fuck like, and that oh. was some like legal fuckery that started like back in the 60s or no probably earlier than that that's yeah. kind of where net neutrality originally kind of came from right was was you know treating phone uh stuff equally you know only with like you know distance being a being a factor but not like who you were talking to you know they couldn't charge you more to call um you know their competitor to ask them like what their what their rates were if you could switch well, i guess you can't legally switch but you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. their partner and so repealing net neutrality threatens our ability to go to the websites that we want to go to because they can you know if, if they can throttle traffic and stuff like that to anyone at their will. And repealing net neutrality says, yeah, you can do whatever you want with the traffic that's there. And Dude, if I have to go back to watching porn like I did in junior high where you had to like wait for that kind of shit to like upload like that well, long. Best like, case scenario. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm telling you, best case scenario <laughs> is they sell you the, uh, you know, the, the, the Pornhub and RedTube package. You know, that goes, there's like five sites that are all kind of in together with them. But it's like, oh no, if you want, uh, you know, it's like cable packages, you know, if you want an X hamster, like you gotta, you gotta go with this package over here. Yeah. And so in a nutshell, in a weird metaphor, that's kind of what net neutrality is. (laughs) So that was kind of also, you know, an appointee of this administration to head the FCC and it was a party lines vote and the whole thing was shit. And I think I... I talked about it a lot kind of as that was going on. So the Senate just passed a big, uh, passed a bill to repeal that. And now it's got to happen in the house. Uh-huh. And that's going to be difficult because I think we need to flip like 10. It, it needs to be every democratic vote and flip 10 Republican votes. So what, okay. Now for, so do you think it's just simply about money? Like as to why somebody wouldn't like anybody else outside of those companies, why would they vote for that? Like, why would they like not vote against it? To re- why would they not vote to repeal that? It's yeah, it's a it's a money and influence thing, and so for the people who are voting, it, it's also like a no matter what anybody's like it, it's a it's an opposites thing, you know, in that because you know Democrats and I, I I feel like it's so weird to kind of like keep splitting these camps up because this is this is not a liberal issue. This is something. This is. This in is, some way, and it's, it's widely, weirdly like it is divided by something like because you figure like you naturally think like who's like who's allowing this to happen like why like what side is it you know like that's in, in the house like you're saying well like, yeah and there's no reason for this not to be bipartisan for a long time it wasn't you know I, I don't and, get it that's why and there it. are there are a lot of Republicans that are like uh, in favor of repealing it. You know, so they're like this is this does have some bipartisan support. It's not strictly down so party lines. They didn't. Re- I thought that something they had won the case already. Like they were in the early stages of like repealing it already or something. Well, they're trying to pass a congressional you know act, which is very solid and very you know damn near impossible to undo, except with another congressional act to um, to actually repeal it. But no, it's so far as of right now, it's it, the, the okay. ruling is still going to stand. Um, I think it's halted, so it's not done anything yet, but. It's it's important to kind of call your senators, yeah. You know? Call well, your congressmen now, yeah. Like, and it's so it's so easy to do, and uh-huh. it doesn't doesn't take that long. What you know? what did you, what did you, what was your experience like doing that when you called and? Uh, well, you, you know, usually I don't. I mean, I've never actually gotten the guy before, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about Rohrbacher because he's my like direct representative, and you know, for senators, they've got Kamala Harris and uh, Feinstein, so. 
I'm not worried about them. They, we, I pretty much agree with them, and they're going to do what I want them to do. But Rohrbacher is the only place where I have some, well, that I have some pull in that. You know. So what would you say to him? Best case scenario, I get an aid. What would you say to him if he you did get a hold of him? Like, let's say he like you, you're trying to you're trying to talk to him directly, right? Uh, well, yeah, that would be fucking. What would you great. say? Like, what were you planning on saying? Like, I mean, you like, got to have a plan. Like, tell. Well, him, I would like, just love for it. Can this has happened a couple of times? I would love to say just. Why do you think net neutrality is a bad idea? And and I've had I've I've said this to a handful of people who tried to argue with me against it, you know, because they they listen to Stephen Crowder and they go, oh okay, that's uh, yeah that makes sense. I'm like no 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 okay, super nerdy, overly liberal, overly liberal. Like this is the one fucking issue that I think I I outdo all you motherfuckers on. So bring it on, um, because I've yet to hear a a reason that just didn't reek of bullshit oh, as yeah. to why anybody would want to do it. Yeah. And, and you know, people are saying like, you know, some of the arguments I've gotten against it were like, Oh, it's like that neutrality is a new thing. Like that wasn't an idea before. I'm like, no, it went by a different name before this, but it was essentially the same thing. You can trace it back to the seventies. Cause this is very important. They'll just do the Donald Trump thing. They'll just say, they'll make up a statistic or a source. And it's like, believe me, this is what the stat- statistics say. Just trust me on this. This is where we're going. I, it's very clear. It's well, very clear. It's yeah. very evident that this is what is going on. <laughs> You're yeah. like, what the fuck? Wait, no, like back yeah, up no, what you are, just those said. Those are just like, outright lies. Like, yeah. Like you just, know. we're moving on people. Like listen and trust we're moving on like come on you know and it's amazing how throughout history that's worked for everybody without questioning it i think we're finally like really starting to question that kind of shit right now too you know well it's Obviously. worked for him for his entire life which yeah. is astounding because i have like it, i've i've gone into and like looked into but like it's the m- history of him, but it's like you know? most manipulative crazy people like that like the people that are compelling in certain ways and i, I don't want to say compelling like in a way to, to make it seem like he's great in any way or anything no, no, no. but like, he's definitely yeah. ha- he no, has a power of influence you're not wrong you calling know? him calling him compelling you know yeah and that he's built this whole persona and it's right. all built on lies you know even like it came out that his like his original forbes uh you know being on the forbes 100 list for like you know having his wealth it came out that he completely completely overstated his wealth by a massive uh, like, like it was like five times, like he was counting his dad's stuff that did not belong to him. And he was saying that was his wealth. Yeah. And then he was using that to get loans from like banks to go out and lose more money. But you know, it, all of this is a lie. He doesn't have money. He's not smart. Like he, I heard that when I was oh. younger, I, I feel like my dad was talking about that too. He, my dad even said like, I don't think he really has the money that he says he does. You oh, know, it's like always and, been like yeah. pretty fairly obvious that yeah. he is not actually rich you know like not the trillionaire billionaire status that he pretends he is you know obviously he's had money but it's not not anywhere near where he like claims it is but that's his whole thing you know but it's like it's it's like he's like a rapper you know like he's got to like lie and say he's got all his money he's got to be stunting on them donald trump (laughs) is bow wow yeah when he fucking put on instagram oh yes yes yes. on my private jet ready to go to like florida and this guy's like uh and like respond is like nah i see this motherfucker like in coach next to me like yeah they were we're on delta flight 97 like what are you talking about yeah that's Donald Trump. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> making up, making up some bullshit. It's like Jaw Rule acting like a gangster, you know. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? Isn't that something like he got called out for? Like he was called out for not being a real gangster by Fifty Cent. 
I don't know the history on that that beef. Oh, actually, I do remember that. That was like some some <laughs> shit. Like I best I heard that he ruined his career by like calling him out on on being a little but bitch. But it's but it's murder ink. Like <laughs> it's murder. Come on, it's murder. <laughs> like it's murder. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway. Ja Rule still kills it, man. Does he? Yeah. No, I saw we uh we saw him uh we saw him and Ashanti like when was that six months ago or something like that, and as of then he was still fucking crushing it. That was like. Oh, one of my I don't know. Shows. I kind of prefer it. DMX style over that shit. If you're gonna go deep, you gotta go. He was DMX. <laughs> oh yeah, like crazy. <laughs> he was at the same show, and that was weird. He was. Like, that was what? weird. He yeah. was at the same. He show? was at the same show, what? man. This is bullshit. You guys are putting me on. Nah, it's really. Yeah, we went to the best oh, fucking my... like. It was like a like a festival, you know. It was oh, okay, like, okay, okay. Yeah, and there's there's a bunch of like R. Kelly was headlining and stuff like that. Uh, but <sighs> DMX was weird. He came out and he led a prayer, and then like. He kind of half sang over, and it was it's raining. He like half sang over. You can't pay for that kind of production. The, the rain coming over it too. He like, was like, some, he's all hail Mary, full of grace. Uh, he had yeah. to have been forty five <laughs> minutes to an hour late. <laughs> like it was the most DMX thing I think I've ever seen. Like I think that was the show. You know, it was I just crazy. saw a video of him not too long ago. It was from back in. The, it was from Woodstock though. Remember they did like a Woodstock ninety oh, like nine. Yeah. yeah, which. The more I think about that now, like, what the fuck? Anyway, Woodstock 99, like, DMX is out there rocking this fucking huge crowd full of people. And these are people that are there. Like, this was, like, a weird time in music where, like, you know, I, I guess everything's pretty eclectic now and people like things all across the board. But back then, it was kind of still... You know, you you're either listening to like you know rock and roll or like you know for the most part a lot of people listened to both, but like the crowd was just so like way more into DMX than you would expect <laughs> any DMX fan to be into DMX. Yeah, they were fucking head banging, going crazy ape shit dude. for some DMX shit, and I was like, that's fucking that guy is killing it. <laughs> like, I would love to see that. <laughs> you could start a riot at a fucking Whole Foods by just playing like it's going to give it to you with a fucking. Over the intercom, man. That 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 music gets you. It does. That's that's some dope shit. But what were we talking about right we before? We were talking we, about politics before I went ja into this. Okay, we're talking about here. Donald Trump. And doing we just that so shit. cleanly segued <laughs> into Ja Rule. <laughs> and I also decided in that moment, sh- like as as we were talking about this, I'm like, okay, I'm writing this down right now because I don't want to look like like I'm writing this down for next time because I don't want to look like a fucking idiot. Just like spinning like I, I just keep going off on tangents i'm like okay this is important i've already said the important stuff but as i'm trying to explain things and then i just so quickly drop all of it to talk about job rule i'm like okay i need fucking bullet points next time man <laughs> so I, I i will put that together you but know, the 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 crux of it is june 5th harley ruda if you're in Huntington beach please do it also please take an interest in if you have the power to affect government to actually go out and do it because it works and there has never been a better time to start giving a shit about all that. It's right now. So, anyways, I feel like I can kind of put a nice little bow on that one. And I'll have some more stuff to talk about uh, yeah, next definitely. week. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, yeah, there's just, I'm not even going to try to touch any more on top of it. With the, yeah, you got all of it. I was just. Yeah, it's, it's weird. We're in this like, and I don't remember if I've, if I've, if I made this metaphor on the show before or not, but it's like. We can talk like respecting opinions and like all the all these things and you know like I feel like we're actually beyond that point like we're arguing over who's going to do the dishes while the house is on fire, you know, 
And I'm saying, okay, well, hey, let's all I could agree with put that, this house fire sure. out first, and then we can argue about who's going to do the dishes. Because I would love to go back to those days a few years ago, even, or just two years ago, even, where the fighting just, it was still manageable. It was still like on this regular human level. Like you could still shake hands afterwards and something like that. But this is like, no, this is straight up like a war, like threat to democracy level constitutional crisis we need to like be paying attention yeah. and it's so so important right now yeah <sighs> but on that note we're at about an hour here yeah so i don't know is there anything uh anything else you want to uh wax poetic about well if you guys are going to lib this weekend you're on the, your way there right now um just keep me in your hearts you know what? And I, you will yes. have the best party that you will ever have. I T- promise you. Take me with you spiritually, emotionally, and you will have the greatest adventure. You'll probably wake up naked in someone else's tent with their drugs, but you know, you'll have me there in your heart. I am <laughs> always with you, <laughs> naked and on drugs. Just never forget that, kids. Never forget that. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, oh man, that's just about all I've got for this weekend. Yeah, I mean, we had art in the park last weekend. That was fucking amazing. Fuck yeah! It uh, is definitely growing in many, many ways. I mean, we, I came there to find out the day of that the Elixir Bar wasn't going to show up. I guess I had overlooked a comment on Facebook or something because mm. I'm not good at that. Um, and you know, it's still even though without them or a few other people there, we still had other ways of kind of you know bringing in something different new faces too so like it just it's one of those things that it's growing constantly and then yeah. when finally everybody comes at the same time you know it's going to just be or, organization fuck, is yeah. is tough man that's why i'm always trying to pick uh, make trello happen you know yeah you i feel are like, always trying to make i feel trello like happen. i feel like gretchen wieners half the time it's man. like it's like i'm for, like but yo we've got this whole note taking thing i've got it all format like it's yo let's just, do it's, this it is it i get what you're saying but it's just <laughs> one of those it's just one more thing to remember to log into and like sign into or whatever because for someone like myself who just like is not good at any of that and i've got all of that stuff at work it's like whoa what the fuck i mean i definitely agree with you that it's way more efficient oh, i just but love it's, it it's a hard thing for you you're it's going to be difficult for you to talk all of the dudes into doing that you know i'm just saying oh right now. yeah it's, it's oh no i know i'm i'm no i'm just going to make it happen just, and like when they realize like when they're turning over like okay wait who did we say here. was there i'm like yeah. yo it's all on the board over there yeah. that i that i made and so, I mean, it's crazy. I deal with this with clients all the time, too. So they just, everybody insists, they're like, well, no, like, you know, I've got this pen and paper. I've got this notebook I carry around with me. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I can't even make it to the you notebook to the pen and paper. Yeah. It just once, it's like jumbling around in my fucking head, you know, just like somebody shot a bullet into it or whatever and just fucking boom. I'm like, done. Stop thinking about it. Move on. Next thing. New project. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, man, all this stuff is so hard. I'm like, oh, they make all of these things so easy for you. What's in your hand? What apps are on your phone? I just see fucking like uh, the, the Taco Bell app, Fandango, <laughs> Clash of Clans. I'm like, where's your note-taking thing? Like, where, where's any of this well, so stuff? And then here's you complain the too, about though. not being able to keep anything together. I, I have the note thing, right? Like, I, I have the notes on my phone, and I, I put notes in there. Do I ever go back and look at them? No, I don't. I'm fucking weird, man. It's just like, it's just, it's all in the top of my memory, you know? And, and 
things just get lost. And then I'll go back later. Yeah, I know, because your system sucks, dude. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it does. It does. Like, fuck. I'm, I'm actually kind of looking through my notes right now to see what I've got, and it's, uh, wow. It's okay. My, my, mine are mostly bullshit. Just looking through my notes. A lot of them are just, they're jokes, you know. I'll, like, say something like, uh, let's see. Okay, here's one. Uh, I smell, <laughs> the note just says, I smell that bread. Like two big old titties in my nose. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of weird. These things are actually not like I have a lot of good ideas that I just never went back to, and now they're stale. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, here's another note. Damn it! That's the second fuck I lost today. <laughs> yeah, I got one. Here's a, an idea for a book or a story, a short story. My left shoe. A travels, a time travel story. <laughs> what? <laughs> I have no idea where that came from. Like oh, I, I don't know how that. drunk I was or who said that, but I thought that that would be make for a good book. Apparently, oh, I've got a story. so many of those. <laughs> should, I should just like read these every week. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, right? here, here's here's one more. This is actually a story. Is my my Uber driver? Uh, well, he had one of those uh, smokers like voice modulators. Uh-huh. Um, like earlier this week, I think it was like last Monday. And I was just not prepared for that. Like I got free and I got freaked out. Cause I was like, I got in the car. I was like, Hey John. Right. And he like, didn't answer me for like a while. And he didn't look at me and he kept looking around for something. I'm like, Oh shit. Is this guy like, is he trying to abduct me? Like what, what's happening? I like kind of got nervous and I was like, okay. Like grab, I like had my hand in my bag and then, and then he finally goes, he grabs the thing. And he goes, Oh, Long Beach airport. Right. I'm like, Oh shit. I'm a dick. <laughs> like Dang. I thought you were. That's fucked up. Man. Oh man, damn. Oh, good. See, time. but the, sometimes there are those moments that you just can't like. You can't avoid being a dick. Like this past weekend at Art in the Park, this girl comes up, and she's. I see her, and I could tell she's like a new face. Oh fuck. And she, uh, and I felt so 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 bad. Like later, she was saying hi to somebody. I walked up to her and I said, "Oh hi." Like my name, I introduced myself, and she was like, "Dude," like she stopped. She's like, "Dude, seriously?" Like she's like. Fuck this. This is like the 10th time this has happened. Like this is now I'm getting pissed off. Like, oh, and I was like, no. what? Like, am I, I'm like, I know I get fucked up a lot, you know, but like, but I usually like, at least by faces and I'm sitting there like feeling like it's, she must have the wrong person, you know, like she must mm-hmm. be mistaking me for somebody else. But then apparently, then I thought, well, like, no, I mean, she's, she came to this event and like, you know, like she knows that, you know, I'm kind of like the, the person throwing it, I guess, or, yeah. you know, hosting this. And apparently like, like I'm pretty easy. Like, it's hard to like mistake me for somebody else in, as strongly as she was doing. So I was like okay. wanting to ask like, well, where did we meet? But that's just going to add insult to injury. Yeah. You know, that's more of a dick thing. If what oh. she's saying is true, if I like met her all those times, now it's probably hyperbole. It was probably a few times, but still like, I mean, I couldn't for the life though. of me figure out who this chick was. And to fairness of me later, the next day, I think I kind of got an idea of meeting this person with their boyfriend for like a very small amount of time at the, at the Santa Ana art walk. Mm-hmm. But because only because I saw your video that you posted with Chase uh-huh. rapping. And I think I saw, so I saw a person walk by that was that girl. And I was like, click. Like I did talk to her, but she looked completely different. She was wearing sunglasses and a hat. So I obviously didn't recognize, you know, like beyond just yeah. like cheek in the face. If I don't know you, like it's going to be hard to tell. So that, that was just a weird thing for me. Cause I felt legitimately fucking like a dick, but then like, but the way she, it was, she was like, not really, it was just 
it would be weird because like I can't apologize enough. Like she just thinks I'm a piece of shit already. And, like you know, yeah. <laughs> she just thinks I'm a fucking piece of shit. And person. you especially can't apologize if you don't know who the fuck she is. Yeah, exactly. So like she just you know they'd be like, what could I do? Next time you see her, there's <laughs> just gonna be times like that. You know, like with you with that guy where you do something fucked up. And you can't take it. Like you just, there's nothing you I can love, do about it. I love like, that because that's that's the nightmare scenario. That like every like, it's the way out there thing. It's like a Ben like, Stiller movie. Yeah, you know? we're like, no, go talk. Like, what's the worst that can happen? It's like that. Yeah, that is the worst thing that can happen. Yeah, it's like a Meet the Fuckers thing, you know, or, or one of those movies with a Ben Stiller where you're like, I don't even think this is funny. I just feel bad for you. You know, like I can't even laugh at this. Like it just sucks. But now that girl's going to be running around probably thinking, like, I was a fucking asshole, <laughs> you know? And I was like, no, I swear I'm a nice guy. She's going to comment, on, like, on this episode. Be like, what the fuck, oh, man? No. Like, I've listened to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel even worse, you know? But, you know, she could be the coolest person for all I know. I just felt bad. Yeah, you're an asshole. I know. <laughs> you know? I, okay, I've got one more story that I saw in my notes <laughs> that I can't believe I, I forgot about up until right now. And so this happened to me, same trip, but on the plane back. All right, so here's, here's what I've written down. Uh, the strangest thing just happened. I'm on a fully boarded plane, so naturally I started playing a podcast. Weirdly, I, I couldn't hear it through my headphones. And side note, I was hot as fuck right that, at, that, at that moment. And so I'm like, I've got, my, I've got my earbuds in, and I'm like, I'm playing the podcast, and I can kind of hear it, and I'm listening to Harmontown. And it's just it's just one of those moments where you know this this dude with a with kind of a high voice is just screaming about dicks, and it's really fucking weird, completely out of context. But I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm like turning it up all the way. I can't, I can't do it. I'm like looking through sound settings. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Why can't? And and mind you, this this plane is full. I'm I'm sitting next to like people my age too, so it's like not even, yeah, not it was it was it was weird. And then I finally realized, oh shit, my headphones aren't plugged in and I'm just blasting this to the entire plane right now. And you couldn't hear it? I could like, I could kind of hear it, but it sounded weird. Like it sounded super low. Got it. And so that's why I was trying to like figure out what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, we're about, we're like, you know, getting ready to pull away from the thing. So there's still, there's a lot of like ambient noise too. And it's like at the beginning of the flight. So everybody's just like, you, you like try to like reach over and ask for something. They're just like looking at you like the fuck out of here. Dick yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I finally realized what was happening and I was like, Oh fuck. And then I just looked around and nobody wants to look at me. I'm like, Oh man, this is going to be a fucking long, quiet ride. Wow. Oh, so good times. Good times. <laughs> I, I remember reading that on Facebook. It's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I have fun. Anyways, I think that'll do it for us, right? Yeah. So, well, thank Don't you. forget to uh, subscribe to the show yeah. at Let It Bleed Cast on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You guys can follow me at uh, Nobody Cares Phil on Instagram, and you can flip that around to Phil Nobody Cares on Twitter. And uh, you could always find me at Hood Rat Stuff on Instagram, Hood Rat Stuff with three Fs. Also follow Psychedelic Lions Den, Psychedelic underscore Lions underscore Den. Check out and keep up to date with all the dope art coming out from our community of dope ass artists. Um, June 28th, got a big event. Save the day. Yeah, big, big event. A lot of collaboration going on. And, uh, you know, all the people going to Lightning, have fucking fun. I'm super jealous of you guys, and I can't wait to hear the stories when y'all get back. Um, as always, let it bleed.